Hello, this is Carrie Shamblin reading you my February 2022 astrological forecast. A written version of this forecast is available on my website, planetaryinfluence.com. There are a plethora of headlines for such a short calendar month. In January, I explained Kala Sarpa Yoga and outlined that we will experience three pulses of the full expression of this combination from January 28th through February 10th, from February 25th through March 10th, and from March 24th through April 6th of all 2022. It can be argued that this last pulse could be less dramatic, as the nodal axis will be shifting signs. When we calculate the zodiacal positions of the nodes, we have the choice of seeing the exact position, the true node, or an average position that smooths the wobble of the nodal axis, which is the mean node. Each astrologer has their preferences for how and when to use these two different calculations. The true node shift comes on March 16th, and the mean node shift comes on April 11th. This means they are changing signs from Taurus and Scorpio, and reversing back into Aries and Libra. Therefore, we could be feeling the effects of this shift from mid-March through mid-April. With Jupiter also shifting signs on April 13th, mid-April does seem to be clearly a new horizon. As February opens, we find ourselves with this Kala Sarpa Yog combination in action until February 10th. When we get a two-week break, until the next round starts on February 25th. The idea behind this combination is that all of the planets are crowded to one side of the nodal axis, which is Rahu and Ketu, the north and south nodes of the moon. Think about walking into a party and all of the guests are milling about on one side of a room while the other half of the room is empty. There must be something of interest happening on that side with the guests. As mentioned in January, these pulses of Kalasarpyog will be the last ones for over three years. This is a combination of gravity, attraction, and allowing oneself to be pulled in the proper direction for now. The intuitive feelings about what's around the corner should be explored, while the desires that tend to lead us are also carefully analyzed. There may be more than a few moments during these Kalasarpyog pulses that feel scripted, meant to be, or too synchronous to believe. Have fun with that. Try to relax the will to direct and instead surrender to the flow, which could feel much stronger than you are at the time. Bring a paddle, though, even in turbulent waters that are flowing in obvious directions, a bit of intention helps to avoid snags. Life may feel like a series of surges during February and March, as we get ourselves into position for the next advancement. With Kalasarpyog absent until May of 2025, the next few years could feel like a result of what is being set up now. New Moon in Capricorn, Shravana, February 1st. The Moon, whose passing of Ketu, the South Node, initiates the Kalasarpyog in late January, 
joins the grouping of planets in Capricorn, coming into alignment with the sun at 19 degrees in the nakshatra of Shravan, just after midnight on February 1st. At this time, Capricorn is the center of attention with Saturn presiding over his own sign and playing host to retrograde Mercury, Sun, and Moon. Capricorn is an Earth sign of movable quality. With Saturn in occupation and the recent great conjunction with Jupiter in December of 2020, we are seeing an emphasis on the foundations being built in Capricorn since January of 2020, when Saturn entered his own sign. In all honesty, neither of the luminaries gets away with any mishaps while in Saturn's company, which creates a sense of anxiety as we recall the pain that has come with paying for mistakes and missteps. The moon, as most vulnerable planet, is quite compromised with not only the sun's brightness, but also Saturn's relentlessness. At this degree, sun, moon, and Saturn all occupy Shravan, nakshatra, contained entirely within Saturn's territory, but lorded by the moon, further highlighting this condition of vulnerability meeting cruelty. The support of Venus and Sagittarius and Jupiter in Aquarius is felt in the adjacent signs. Seek the voices of wisdom who can relay the perspective of growth and acceptance as we endure our growing pains, the difficulty of transition and sustained effort. And realize that with the discomfort of the odd grouping in Capricorn, an added force of disturbance may be felt coming from Rahu's aspect from Taurus, still aiming to churn the earth for the next couple of months in order to push us into place. The symbol for Shravan is an ear, implying the receptive nature of hearing and listening. If things get rough, stop, look, and listen. This helps to calm the mind and senses so that the obvious signs can be seen. Mercury goes direct on February 3rd. Mercury's first retrograde cycle of 2022 finishes up late in the evening on February 3rd at 0 degrees 13 minutes Capricorn. Regaining direct motion, he will traverse the entire span of Capricorn by March 6th when he moves to Aquarius. This implies that for February, Mercury's presence in Capricorn is a given along with Saturn. These two planets are natural friends, so they function well together and they function well in Saturn's Earth sign. The retrograde game was strong during this particular Mercury cycle because Venus has also been retrograde since December 19th, which initiated just after Venus had entered Capricorn. When retrograde Venus returned to Sagittarius, direct Mercury went to Capricorn, This was also on December 29th. Venus regains direct motion on January 29th, followed by Mercury stationing less than a week later. If things begin to feel a bit more stable during the first week of February, this direct motion business could be a reason. When Mercury goes direct, 
It coincides with Sun and Saturn's annual summit meeting, which will occur this year on February 3rd and 4th at 22 degrees Capricorn. If there were any issues pending, waiting for news, confusion about direction, clearing out, revamping to be experienced, especially in January, this week may be a pivot point when decisions are made or the inevitable falls into place. The Sun-Saturn energy can be difficult, generally around ego health and balance. Saturn in this equation has more power, which implies that humbling experiences may occur that challenge a proud individualist stance. With Mercury regaining forward motion, it acts as good flux in sticky situations, encouraging learning new methods, new skills, and communication styles. Mars and Venus are in a planetary tussle from February 11th through March 12th. Mars entered Sagittarius on January 17th, which was a significant juncture with Mars exiting Scorpio and pushing his power into the heavily weighted latter half of the zodiac. Retrograde Venus resumed direct motion at 17 degrees Sagittarius on January 29th, where she lingers for a few days, not in a hurry to rush off. By February 11th, Venus is moving slower than average, but Mars is moving at above average speed, so catches up to Venus and hitches her star to his wagon. Venus assumed direct motion on January 29th and has changed places with the sun in the conga line. In 2021, we enjoyed seeing Venus in the western sky after sunset. In 2022, starting in early February, we will begin to see Venus appear once more, but in the eastern sky before sunrise. For about one month, we will see Venus and Mars traveling very close together through the sign of Sagittarius, transitioning together into Capricorn on February 26th, and finally beginning to loosen their grip on another, one another by mid-March. What a great opportunity for creating a new alignment between the elements of fire and water. No easy task, but a crucial part of the story of our lives on Earth. Mars and Venus can be great design partners when the right contract is drawn up. Knowing that there are non-negotiables on both sides, we make allowances for the differences and come together strongly on the common ground with a clear delineation of tasks that support a singular goal. Mars's strength lies in protection of resources and strategic deployment of effort. Venus's grace brings beauty, empathy, inclusion, and celebration. Their first couple of weeks is spent in Jupiter's expansive fire sign, where the sense of positive growth inspires creative sparks to fly. When Venus and Mars move to Capricorn on February 26th, we take the plans and visions to the ground and begin the real work of building. This sounds like a fantastic vision and can be attainable, 
but let's not overlook the conflict that we can get between Mars and Venus when the rubber hits the road. Mars thinks in black and white, prefers efficiency, and is willing to sacrifice comfort for power. Venus is emotional and dramatic, enjoys the indulgence of creative process, and grudgingly sacrifices comfort for beauty. Try to make space for this entire array of diverse gifts from Mars and Venus through February and March. The sun travels through Aquarius February 13th through March 14th. Each year, the sun must tread through the two territories lorded by Saturn, the adjacent signs of Capricorn and Aquarius. Part 1 shifts to Part 2 on February 13th when the sun moves from Saturn's earth sign to Saturn's air sign, co-lorded by Rahu and currently occupied by Jupiter, who is friendly to the sun. While the sun doesn't love traversing Saturn's long mile, the shift to Aquarius could be positive for a few reasons. First, Saturn's presence in Capricorn is strong, which gave Saturn the upper hand over the sun during the transit from January 14th through February 13th. Second, Rahu's chaotic aspect continues to affect Capricorn, also not a great environment in which to do your thing, which, if you are the sun, is to shine unimpeded. Third, Aquarius is hosting Jupiter, who is friendly to the sun. This combination of sun and Jupiter in Aquarius should help to lighten things up and encourage focusing energy and attention on positive pursuits. We may feel more organized and confident in our purpose as we begin to take off in our chosen directions. There is a full moon in Leo, Maga, Nakshatra, on February 16th. The moon waxes through the gamut of planets, pushing past Rahu on February 10th, thus ending the first round of Kalasarp Yoga. As the moon becomes full at 4 degrees Leo, around midday on February 16th, we see a strong cross pattern in the early degrees of fixed signs, with Rahu and Ketu at 3 degrees of Taurus and Scorpio, and the sun at 4 degrees Aquarius and moon at 4 degrees Leo. With the full moon, we experience the full reflection of the sun's light. Light helps us see the details as, we, as well as the big picture, and this particular full moon moment could be especially instrumental with gathering information and bringing clarity to our perceptions. The fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, tend to support stability, which it seems many are craving at this time. With the nodal axis, Rahu and Ketu, nearly ready to shift out of Taurus and Scorpio, which is March 16th for the true nodes and April 11th for the mean nodes, and with Sun and Jupiter strongly transiting Aquarius through March 14th, we may want to use this time to make sure we are driving our stakes in the right place and for the right reasons. 
The moon occupies Magha, the tenth nakshatra, ruled by the ancestors and by Ketu. As we observe the landscape of our lives under the gentle light of this full moon, we can also dig deep into our roots, feeling the stability and wisdom of all who have gone before us and who have made sacrifices in the past for our current and future support. Kalasarp Yog, in effect from February 25th through March 10th. After the moon's full moment, she begins her dark half, waning past K2 on February 25th and joining the remainder of the planets for Kalasarpa Yoga number two through March 10th. There are two main differences between this pulse and the first pulse. The sun will have moved out of Capricorn joining Jupiter, which could feel a bit more hopeful. Also, Venus and Mars will move to Capricorn joining Saturn on February 26th, which could keep feelings of helplessness at bay in the face of forces beyond your control. Roller coaster rides are much easier to handle when you choose to get in the cart, surrendering to what happens next. Be aware that this could be a bit of a ride, whether you get in the cart on purpose or not. Eyes open, safety belt engaged, let's ride. Mars and Venus transit Capricorn from February 26th through April 7th. Mars and Venus will move into Capricorn simultaneously on February 26th, still engaging in a close tandem transit. Mars moves, moves through his sign of exaltation from February 26th through April 7th. Saturn and Mars aren't naturally friends, but they do have an interesting relationship. Despite their style differences, they do know how to work together, and Saturn's Earth sign, Capricorn, is where Mars does his best work. Saturn and Mars conjoined do tend to create friction, but perhaps in this case it may be less due to the excellent dignity of exalted Mars and the strong placement of Saturn in his own sign. Venus's close presence with Mars may be just the ticket in keeping things moving. Venus moves through Capricorn from February 26th through March 30th. While not enjoying the same dignity as Mars and Saturn there, still, Venus is a natural friend of Saturn, so often performs well in Capricorn. Her diplomacy power could be great in getting Saturn and Mars to work together. With both of these active builders moving into Capricorn from late February through March, we are tasked with bringing our theoretical plans into concrete form. Pay attention to details as our forward movement ramps up through February. <laughs> 